Hello, I'm Brian Manning, and with me are co-hosts Luther Manhole and Reagan Bush. This is Across the Puniverse, a podcast dedicated to examining the filmography of maverick auteur Albert Pune. What is up, guys? What is going on? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Very much in the depths of the Puniverse here. Yeah, Um, getting towards the end of our run. So, This is, I guess... Sort of the final episode. Oh, I, I, yeah, I guess we're going to do... <laughs> yeah. Like a, it's the penultimate should, episode. Yeah, maybe the penultimate. penultimate. We're going to do a like kind of wrap-up wrap up. episode with just the three of us. Um, anyone that wants to ask a question, we'll field some questions. Uh, just email the, the Across the Puniverse email address, which is just across the puniverse at gmail.com. Uh, mm-hmm. If we get a ton of questions, we'll probably edit them or, you know... Only answer a few, but yeah. You know, or if we, we just... get no questions, we won't do this at all. And send <laughs> yeah. your send your cyborg challenge. We may even actually record it before we air this, and all the questions are going to come into a black no. hole of an email box. <laughs> I, think, I think actually we should wait. Okay, Maybe. to do the the final one and do it sure. months from now. Anyway, yeah, right. we should bring we in get, our guests. Yes, yeah, anyway, yeah. Guests. Today we're going to be talking about the 1993 film Brain Smasher: Colon A Love Story. <laughs> and our guest is Catherine Moore. Welcome, Catherine. Hello. I like that you included colon in the. Title. Well, is it? Is it colon? I think. I it's, don't know. Is it a dash? It's, I think it's, I think it's, it's an ellipsis. I think it's a dot dot no, dot. It is. You're ellipsis. right. It actually is. Yeah. I think it's brain space smasher ellipses yeah. a love story. I was trying to search something earlier, and I just wrote brain smasher as one word because it seems like yeah, it should be, it and then should, like nothing came up. Like and I was like, what the fuck? It's on like YouTube or something. <laughs> anyway, should we uh, very quickly perhaps discuss some films we've watched this week or since the last recording? Well, a little peek general? behind the curtain. I'm getting over a cold. I'm trying to be a good boy and stay home and be ah. all safe and stuff. But I think I'll be good enough to go out tomorrow night and see Infinity Pool. Oh, the yeah. new Brandon Cronenberg movie. Yeah. I am very excited about that. I'm going to go with you, and I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. I don't think I've watched actually anything else this week. I haven't seen anything. I haven't. I haven't watched anything. I haven't watched much either. There's talk of I've been full gamer mode too. (laughs) Yeah, playing next week maybe. I've been watching. I've been watching something. I've been watching the the like 2002 Twilight Zone series. Uh, It's some of it's all right, but. there is an intro. The intro song is done by Jonathan Davis, uh, oh, so it's wow. like this like chugging new metal thing with like all these sound effects happening over it. It's, it's from two thousand two. I think it's from two thousand two. Yeah, it's very Man. early two thousands. And he's credited Senior in the credits as me. Jonathan Davis from Corn, or like of Corn or something. He's like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that, that kicks ass. I mean, to be fair, Jonathan Davis is kind of like a nondescript name, and I mean, yeah, that's it yeah, sticks that's out to me. But maybe to most people, that that wouldn't they have they need the from corn. I guess at the time, attached. maybe they felt like that was necessary to. 
They are like one of the biggest bands yeah. <laughs> at the time in 2002. What That's is pretty... this iteration of Twilight Zone in 2002? I had never heard of it. I just found it on Tubi, and I was just like, I've got to watch it. It's Forrest Whitaker is the host, and he's what? not great. And like none of the writing <laughs> of the like the intros is very good. I don't <laughs> so believe you. Like... I think Forrest Whitaker is good in everything he does. Forrest Whitaker, I mean, he just like he is such like, a yeah. weird actor. He does such. Makes such he weird is a very weird actor. I generally like him. I don't dislike yeah. him as an actor. It's just like in this, it's it's no one can compare to Rod Serling. He seems He's like a this, perfect like, replacement for Rod Serling, though. Honestly, <laughs> but, I'll take your word for it until I see. Yeah, it. I don't know. You should check it out. It's on Tubi. You just watch like the first episode or something. Yeah, you got to see the to, intro. You got to that's to Tubi. Yeah, <laughs> you got to see the I intro. I don't even know what that is. It's just like is a that? streaming service. It's some sort of yeah free movie thing, yeah. right? They got yeah. a lot of shit on it. Free like a, movies. Free movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They got commercials. Is the I think problem. I watched unedited the last but they commercials. Yeah. yeah, I think this is our second episode in a row with the Tubi mention because I think I watched the last movie we did for the last episode on yeah. Tubi. <laughs> I watched. Oh, this sounds like a advertisement, but I actually oh, don't even really know what Tubi is. Kickboxer beyond. Kickboxer two. <laughs> Yeah, I think I watched Kickboxer I think a lot of Pune's movies yeah. are on. There, yeah. there are a bunch of them were, yeah. There's a bunch of other ones we haven't covered that are on there, too. I watched a few of them. Yeah. What about you, Catherine? Have you watched anything recently? or? No. I mean, I watched Brain Smasher today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I heard something yeah. that, I, that we can talk about instead. Uh, I heard that you've been getting into collecting rugs. Oh, God, how'd you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Heard you that, ran into well, some trouble with a vendor? Yeah, they, they blocked me because I gave them a neutral review. I was like, this is a great rug, but the colors were not the same as in the photo. But I still love this place, and they blocked me. <laughs> so Damn. I had to make, like, a fake eBay account. And I put the flunzer like the office <laughs> as my address and I named myself the Flunzer and um, Excellent. I already ordered another rug I just can't <laughs> stop with these people where, where are you putting these rugs are they just like all over your floor do you just have like a bunch of rugs yeah but um not enough all right. I, I have these it. rabbits they can't walk on wood floor. Oh, they that's have, uh, that makes perfect sense. I didn't even think about well, that. Well, also, yeah. I'm, I'm like yeah. obsessed with rugs, but yeah. the, the bottoms of their feet have no, like, they're all fur. So they just slide on wood, and one of my rabbits <laughs> refuses to walk on the wood, so oh. I'm buying him lots of rugs. Nice. I understand. I my dog it. has a hard time with, like, the wood and stuff, and I need to get some rugs and stuff. Well, this place has got good rugs. You want the link? <laughs> I will literally give you the link to this place because they got the cheapest rugs, the best rugs. I am so into these rugs. They're all like... <laughs> we're, already, we're already talking to you, but you might as well just like give them a plug. <laughs> yeah, give this. Yeah. Well, I'm not because they blocked me, and I think that's... Oh, yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, privately no give one us narc, the, the link. Please no one narc out Catherine either. Like, yeah, no yeah don't them. tell them. Don't oh, tell them. them. They're, they're somewhere in Maryland. Don't tell them. Don't say yeah. anything. Hey... When I was a kid, we had a rug, and I would get on it and pretend I was Aladdin. How's everyone feel about that movie? Yeah, I liked I... it as a kid. I haven't seen it since then. Pretty <laughs> so much. I think about yeah, I think it's of probably rugs. been about 
25 years since I've seen that movie, I would yeah. say. Yeah. You didn't see the Will, the Guy Ritchie directed Will Smith <laughs> Dude, starring. I, I was at first. a drive-in when that was, was out, and I could see it playing on like the screen next to the movie I was watching, and it looked... I, it looked bad. like a movie I'd watch at some point. I'm going to watch it at some point. <laughs> it is. Guy Ritchie <laughs> did direct bad. it. Yeah. That, that's really funny. I didn't realize that for some reason. Catherine... It seems like the uh, ideal way to watch it. Aladdin... <laughs> Opinions. <laughs> In middle school, they made us do like a school play of Aladdin. Really? Yeah. I was part of it. Yeah. What'd you do? Was it? Was it like Disney? Did it have the songs and stuff? No, we don't sing. Oh, oh yeah, we did. Did you say you were? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, your kids I was a wall. Like a like a moving wall or something? No, just a stone wall. <laughs> I was also a statue, but I didn't have any lines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. The only like stu- like uh middle school or I think I did like elementary school some production of something and I definitely was given no lines and would <laughs> yeah. just stand there. I did not I do not have the acting gift, I think. So. I... We had, we had to do a play in elementary school and like I was really excited about playing some part in it and then as like it approached, I got super nervous and just yes. called in sick that morning. Oh. <laughs> I I also bailed one time. I don't want to recount the story it's too heartbreaking and embarrassing. I was like no. it's, even though I was like 13, but um yeah i'd be in plays but have like a tiny part and then kind of like do some improv thing that would get me a larger role in it etc you know but yeah i don't know (laughs) yeah it wasn't for me i i was i was in band so i just did i did that and so but but. i wasn't i didn't do either of those things really Speaking of band and bands, though, yeah, there's yes. some interesting music in oh my God. Brain yeah. Smasher. Oh, yeah, let's get into this movie. I, I've <laughs> been like, desperate to talk. Been desperate to talk about this movie all day. I want to jump right into the scene. They're like meet cute scene, but before that, they like she's being chased by. <laughs> okay, this movie stars Terry Hatcher and yes. Uh, oh. And Andrew Dice Clay. A welcome presence in this movie. (laughs) I was a huge fan of Lois and Clark when that was uh, new or whatever. Anyway. Yeah, I I watched that too when that came out. Hold on, hold on. You're getting a little ahead of yourself here. I am. I just want so badly to jump into the music that happens when they first meet. (laughs) But I mean, if we don't set up who the players are and what we're doing. I'm sorry. Okay, we'll we'll take a step back here. I'll, I'll just say it starts with the smash cut. Just to dice on the phone. Yeah. Okay, so at the no. height of his fame, Dice made three movies. <laughs> One is a Rennie Harlan movie called The Adventures of Ford Fairlane that is not very good from my memory. The other one's this one, and then there's no contest in which Dice plays like the villain in a diehard esque movie starring Robert Davi and Shannon Tweed. And that's from the director of Prom Night, I think is like his most Notable movie. Yeah. Interesting. But uh, he also made Humongous. He made some like fun, cool stuff. I don't know. I can't remember his name. Had but, you uh, ever heard of Andrew Dice Clay before seeing this movie, uh, Catherine? No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it didn't stand out to me when I was watching the movie as like, being 
an interesting a, a character. Yeah, I mean, that's his personality, really. Like, he was a comedian in the 80s, I guess. Or maybe yeah, he was 90s. huge. Yeah, he was the first like comedian the to sell comedian out. in the world. Yeah. Yeah. He was the first comedian to sell out Madison Square Garden two nights in a row, which wow. is like an insane which thing. Which is that it was Andrew Dice movie, Clay. Dice Rules, which, I mean, his comedy is terrible. Terrible. Too. Yeah, he's truly one of the worst comedians Extremely of all time. Extremely yeah. misogynistic so and bigoted, too. Like just yeah, no, he's is, it, like, is he good because he has that accent? Is that a real accent? Well, I think it was just a time and place thing. Like, on, though. It is. He was like one of those like Trumpian, I tell it like it is figures, and like, you know, you don't have to agree with him, but... Uh, yeah, it's funny because it's the truth and Yeah, he was know. like Sam Kinison, like yeah. a, a contemporary of that guy <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but Dice Rules is all if you ever want to just know what what the deal is, it begins <laughs> with like his sketch comedy where he see the whole deal is he is a Jewish man pretending to be like Fonzie basically, like an Italian guy or whatever. Yeah. But he does this other character that's like Mort Goldman from Family Guy, essentially. I mean, Mort Goldman is sort of a ripoff of this dice this dice character. And okay. it begins with like 15 minutes of that. <laughs> of, of him being like his his wife is like browbeating him and whatever. And his like boss hates him and he just can't get a break. But then he gets like a leather jacket. If I recall correctly, it becomes dice and it cuts into <laughs> his Madison square garden concert, which ends with musical numbers. He performed greased lightning from wow. Greece. Whoa. Anyway. And yeah, the gloves are a big it was part of his NC-17. thing. Seventeen. I have it on VHS yeah. somewhere. Like his costuming in this movie other than the brain smasher on the back is pretty much just dice i mean yeah. he's wearing the jacket he's got the gloves on dress shoes inexplicably i think i think it's they're insane. dress shoes uh yeah he is wearing the bandana at first and then that kind of he just you know kind of pops that off but uh yeah I, I did notice just because i've been kind of t- keeping tally of uh these movies and if they start just with expository dialogue over right. top and this one did not again this one uh, I would did argue start with that, a phone I would call that it does, i would argue that of. his monologue counts as that is, i was gonna yeah. say that I <laughs> once revealed that he's just like he's oh, sorry go ahead we're, no i mean once it, once he breaks fourth wall yeah no yeah no i mean oh, yeah. Uh, i mean yeah that he is just straight up getting into like uh, he says an, an amazing line uh, which is this is portland oregon i live here here's where the story happens <laughs> and the setup yeah, and then he sets it up. Yeah, end of setup. Yeah, I was just like, what the fuck? Because he's a real straightforward guy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have like half a page of notes, like up to that point. Like, <laughs> you take notes while watching a movie. Uh, <laughs> in these cases, is. I have been. Yeah, I don't. I don't usually. But like for this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fly. I flew. I've flown with no notes the entire time. Yeah, yeah that's good. But uh, I would say also right up top. I just have to give like. Like Terry Hatcher just being able to not look visibly repulsed by Dice the entire time. <laughs> she like she, she deserves his baby and stuff. I mean, there's some crazy, crazy. stuff that she says. Yeah. I know this is cutting literally Dice. to the final second of the movie, but it is so funny that when they finally kiss, you see it for like 
half of half a second yeah. and it immediately goes black it's like, like they make contact and then it just like and then it cuts off. because yeah. like there's no way that like, i will say though they needed to get him out of there i appreciated the sweeter side of dice yeah. compared yeah. to ford fairland it does come or in. No the very contest. first thing he says to terry hatcher when they meet is do you live alone which is the weirdest, like, I mean, it's not, it's not good. I'm not saying he's like a good guy, but this is the like, sweetest side both. of dice oh, we sure. ever see in any movie yeah. or anything. Yeah, I definitely. Pune, that. Yeah. Pune's, I, he just like, it seems like he trusted Pune and let Pune like really direct him kind of. And Pune does have the writing credit. In yeah, this. he wrote it. Allegedly. Have you ever heard of Albert Pune or any of his movies at all? Catherine, like uh, Cyborg, maybe, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> um, I think I've seen... Didn't you say he did video drama? No, that's that's Cronenberg. Okay, yeah, I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> oh, man, Hugh directing video drama would be... <laughs> that would rule honestly yeah. dude if they should have uh, just given him the sequel to videodrome yeah. videodrome 2 you also yeah. mentioned Pune. big trouble yeah. little china and i was like man just I give mean, him part two to that yeah. like that's all over this movie for yeah, sure definitely big trouble and a little that's roadhouse it. yeah yeah <laughs> the bounce the noble bouncer plot of this movie yeah, is I very it, i love it's, a working it's... class guy fucking finally <laughs> you know. yeah, they kind of lean into that like the <laughs> like, class stuff with him yeah uh there's yeah, a lot they, to love they, about this movie yeah there there is i mean really andrew dice clay is like the one kind of black mark on it uh and like i just wonder if like I don't know if like Roddy Piper would have been a better fit or something like oh, that. Oh, Roddy Piper would have been fucking amazing. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah Dice thinking... is definitely the weakest part of the movie for me. Yeah. I just truly don't like him. And like, I mean, I really had a fun time watching this. But yeah, at the end of the day, I just I just don't like Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> no. And I just felt really bad <laughs> He's for... He's like a villain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it rules to see a star get a starring vehicle, especially if they only get to do it like one time because then it becomes a yeah. beautiful artifact like chairman you know, of the maybe, board starring Carrot Top or Penn and Teller oh, get man. killed. <laughs> you know, like I've seen chairman of the board. So have I, and I have a weird, you know how sometimes like you'll just see something once and then think about it for the rest of your life. I remember that chairman of the board. I'm pretty sure in that movie, it starts with like someone taking a shower and then someone flushes the toilet and it makes the shower really hot. And for some reason, any time like I'm in that situation where like a toilet needs to be flushed and the shower is like running, I literally think of Chairman of the Board. Yeah. Well, this had a time. crazy this toilet happened for like thirty or twenty-five years, living rent-free in your mind forever. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this movie had a crazy toilet sound towards the oh end. Oh my god! Uh, oh Kirsten, yeah, Kirsten, my partner, her and I, we were. Lose it like when he dies and a toilet flushes out of nowhere. I, I <laughs> that part was a choice. Yeah, it's so crazy. unhinged. Like it is truly ludicrous. I, 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 as the scene was going on, I just kept like waiting for the toilet explanation. <laughs> yeah, dude. Then, yeah, I was stunned. Like I was truly stunned. Fucking rules. But Brian, I yeah. think we're ready to truly get it now. Get into okay the, the scene. Your favorite scene. Well, yeah, I guess we got a little bit more setup because we have to talk. So Terry Hatcher is like a supermodel and Andrew Dice Clare is a, a bouncer. 
And Terry Hatcher, at the end of her... I didn't write her character's name down, so I'm just going to refer to her as Terry Hatcher. Her name is Samantha Crane, Crane, who is the name of a a a popular local artist here. That's from Oklahoma, Oklahoma, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who makes really good music. So she gets, like, a call... gets, Gets, like, a package from her sister, and then, like... It's got this like flower in a weird glass tube, and her sister tells her to like bring it to her in Portland. Um, and so she takes it over there, and like her sister, she goes to this warehouse where her sister, she's supposed to meet her sister, and it's full of these like Chinese guys, like a, a gang or something, that are like holding her hostage, trying to find this flower that she has. They're monks, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're and they're called. I wrote the name down. Uh, Shaolin monks. Right. Well, they're the Red Lotus <laughs> Red sect Lotus of the sect. Shaolin monks. Yes. Yeah, it was the uh, Red Lotus sect. Yes. They're not they're ninjas. They're like extremists. I'm not sure if, if there's any confusion in this movie. They only let you know 30 <laughs> you know times. There's three I, running jokes I, in I this I appreciated movie. that joke. I thought it was <laughs> yeah. kind of funny. It, it, at least they ran it into the ground. There, like, there's three running jokes but, like throughout the whole movie. And it's like... That she's a model, so everyone assumes she's dumb. And then there's a there's a moment where they're like, "Oh, you're a model! I can't believe it!" or whatever. And then the ninja jokes, which is all these guys are a Chinese gang or sect of monks or whatever. After looking for this flower, and so they're constantly people are constantly referring to them as ninjas, and they come in and they're like, "We're not ninjas." And they get progressively more frustrated. <laughs> I, I liked the it. Movie. I thought it was. We are not I mean, ninjas. I'm easy to please. You and know, then also Terry Hatcher <laughs> has this watch that she's wearing and she's trying oh, to like yeah. use it to uh, like buy things throughout the one. movie or like trade it for services. And she mentions that it's a $10,000 watch and everyone, every time she says it, someone says, it's like who a would very, pay $10,000 for a watch? It's a very like mall rats, yeah. like back of a Volkswagen type joke. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's just, it's, it also just very, Pune loves to do threes like yeah. he he can't help himself he has to Me, he God has to do it three times I, yeah i think this is like one of his best movies i had never <laughs> seen this until today i like this movie a lot i've got like not a lot of i didn't notes. dislike it i think this yeah. is this, oh yeah i liked it a lot reminded too. me a lot of radioactive dreams yeah like yeah i don't know uh get it i mean yeah i do think it's insane i i don't understand why it's in portland i think that's I did. I underlined in my notes actually the ultimate question. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's the only reason, right? Is yeah. that they filmed Ta- it there, and they're so probably it's... like tax incentives. It's like if you mention, you say it's Portland. This yeah. is a different era. We are going to way... play. We're playing right next to this venue, Luther <laughs> Manhole. You guys are. Gonna I don't know when this there. will come out. If we'll have played that or not at that <laughs> next point. month, we will be. We are going to play really yeah. close to there, and I'm going to talk a lot about Brain Smasher, dot, 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 a love story. <laughs> are you going to mention it on stage? Like, Hell you know yeah. Nearby? <laughs> Roseland, historic yeah. filming location. A Brain Smasher. It's just when they go to like his parents' place, and they're all so New York. Everything's just so New Too York. Too many people yeah. with New York accents. It's just so New yeah. York. The whole thing, like... Her her occupation, like everything that everyone does. Like, so, I mean, I guess Portland, you know, they would have a botanist there, but it just seems <laughs> I just I don't know. It seems so just like obvious that they filmed it there, and that's the only reason why it's yeah. There. And they like, call her sister too, since we're mentioning her. They call her literally the Indiana Jones of botany. Like in the movie, they <laughs> say that to her. It's fucking uh, awesome, dude. Yeah, That's like, and then back to to where we are in the plot. Like, so there's all these monks in this warehouse, and she sees her sister in there, and they're basically like 
we're going to kill you guys unless you give us this flower. Uh, which the is warehouse the fl- looks like City Museum from Was that supposed to be your house? It was like literally like a fucking like, I don't know where they brick were. warehouse. With all the oh, shoots I mean, that go down and That's stuff. a hallmark yeah. of Pune's work is that it's just like confusion. Be prepared to be extremely confused about like where <laughs> you are at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really matter, you know. Surreal like, architecture. Yeah. These are the bad guys. These are the good guys. Yeah. But um, this also kind of gave me Golden Child vibes, which I know oh, yeah, is sort yeah. of ripping off. Uh, I can see that. Big Trouble, but... I mean, because Big got Trouble... got a person from Big Trouble in it. Big Trouble failed, right? I mean, people... I think so, yeah. And, and so, I don't know how... If that's actually the source of a lot of, maybe there's some other movie we're not thinking. I mean, about. Big Trouble was from 1986, and this is from 1993, so that's quite well, a gap. Yeah. Um, it had definitely been re- appreciated he, on video by yeah. children like they're me and you, and stuff. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, because Mortal Kombat, Kombat obviously. <laughs> oh, you should watch Big Trouble in Little China. Big Trouble in Little China is great. I was I was laughing about thinking about if Pune made a sequel or if he got to just make it the first time. Yeah. Tom Matthews would be Jack Burton. <laughs> <laughs> Tim it's Thomerson like, would be in it yeah, somehow. <laughs> Brian, what's it? What's his name? Brian James. James yeah. <laughs> yeah, another. Oh, Pune guy. Brian oh, uh, James uh, and Tim Thomerson. That's like a a nemesis. They were they were back, literally basically. cops and nemesis, and they're cops in this too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Yuji Akumoto as the villain in this, like the kind of the leader of the monks. And where do I, I, I know? I like him where do I know him from? Uh, Karate Kid, and most recently, I don't know you probably didn't watch Cobra Kai, even though that's related to that. But he's in a ton of stuff. He's in um, uh, the Truman Show and oh. Alleged Inception. I guess I'm looking at his letterbox contact. Huh. He's in Nemesis. He's in the Crow Wicked Prayer. I feel now, like a movie I, we I know him talked specifically about on from some movie. I watched. Okay, I watched FX last night, and I was like, "Okay, where do I know this Cliff DeYoung from?" And I'm looking at his <laughs> filmography. He's got the most familiar face ever, and I was. I'm still kind of confused. I'm like, <laughs> like where do you? I'm like the yeah. Craft. I guess he's in that movie, Cliff DeYoung. It's not FX. Because I haven't, I didn't watch that a lot when I was a kid. Anyway, I digress. Sometimes familiar faces and stuff, you know. Have you seen the Crow Wicked Prayer? I have not. I've seen. Isn't there one called like City of Angels or something? Yeah, I I saw that one. I think only the first two are theatrical. Yeah. Yeah, Wicked Prayer is with Edward Furlong and Tara Reid. Wow. And uh, David Boreanaz. It's uh, and Dennis Hopper. It's it's pretty it's pretty nuts. <laughs> of course, uh, it's like that, Hopper or Walken are going to be involved, <laughs> basically. Yeah, the Crow Wicked Prayer. That's that's a that's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of recognizing people, Terry Hatcher, I just could not stop thinking about Desperate Housewives because I grew up with that on yeah. the TV. Yeah, watching it. <laughs> that's like. The first thing world. I bought for my mom on DVD was Desperate Housewives season one nice. for some Christmas. Or oh something. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's classical. It's for the two thousands. <laughs> I have never watched one episode of Desperate Housewives. I've never seen it either. Yeah, it's. I mean, what can I say? It's Desperate <laughs> Housewives. <laughs> my brother really likes it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Maybe we should dive in, Ray. We should get in desperate. I'll wait for the edgy <laughs> reboot. <laughs> yeah, on the movie that on they'll FXX make or whatever. Eventually. I mean, it's already pretty edgy. Like, it wouldn't fly today. I actually feel yeah, like I watched like the not. first episode. Hmm. Of that Interesting. I know it was like an NBC show. I'm kind of curious to go back to watch like yeah, Desperate Housewives and like Nip Tuck and The Shield. <laughs> Nip Tuck is like early I actually edgy watched, shows. And yeah, stuff. I watched a bit of that while it was airing, like a few seasons, and it's like definitely. I think it's. I think it might be trash. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's a. I don't. A I cold don't take or not. But I just. Yeah, I remember it being pretty. Uh, pretty like sleazy. You were gonna get roasted now for saying. Nip Tuck <laughs> yeah. Is not good. Yeah. Haters, don't come to my to my comments and roast me for not liking Nip Tuck. <laughs> the FX early FX is that one of the first FX shows? Yeah, that had that guy with the weird eyebrows, right? I remember there was an episode where. One of their sons, blindness for both of them. One of their sons like tries to circumcise himself, and he fucks up and like has to ask his dad for help or something. I was like, "This is like, what is this? Is crazy?" Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hey man, FX man. Hey, the the mid two thousands were uh, a a crazy time in culture. Oh hi, didn't see you there. It's me, Raygun Bush, here with a little ad break for you. Now I want to talk about the Flinzer, the record label that my band is on. The Flinzer is an incredible record label, home to many awesome artists like Brian's Band, Bostonage, or how about Have a Nice Life, Planning for Burial, Amulets, Elizabeth Colorwheel, and so many more. You can get 10% off on albums and merch from these bands at nowflinzing.com when you enter promo code NEMESIS at checkout. You heard that right. Promo code NEMESIS will get you 10% off at the online Flinzer store. Now, offer does not apply to pre-orders or memberships. And to the future listeners, it will expire in 2024. So hop on it today and grab some cool stuff at a great price from nowflinzing.com. Now, back to the Puniverse. The scene, okay, so we can get to where you wanted to start the episode with, which is the scene where they do meet. Yeah, you well, could, I want to say first uh, <laughs> that in that warehouse scene or whatever where they're meet, the two sisters are meeting and they meet all the, the uh, Red Lotus sect, it's very shot in a very peon style. Lots of blue light, uh, lots of cool shots, night shots with, like, blue and red light. Uh, it looks really good. And then Agreed. they get... Yeah. So, so they... they tell these the red lotus guys that they don't have the flower and then those guys they somehow escape like like her sister starts fighting one of them and kicks his ass and then they like run and she does have the flower hidden outside and grabs it and they both run off uh the sister takes the flower i think or whatever anyway terry hatcher sees this bar or like i guess it's a venue and fucking uh the brain smasher uh the dice man dice man is standing out front roseland in portland Okay, there yeah. you go. And there's a line of people that are being like super meek and weird about like waiting in line there. And the first thing they do to introduce Dice uh, is have like four thugs walk down the street, and he just like beats the shit out of them immediately. <laughs> and he and like his boss comes out and he's like, "Call the cops, tell them there's four more to come collect or something like that." <laughs> four more. <laughs> I thought he w- looked pretty decent, yeah. like the fighting and okay. stuff. It's when they first showed him, I was like, I literally, my notes are, uh, uh, this has got to be, 
like he's got to be one of the most the the least intimidating people I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> well, just like looking at him, he's wearing he just, like a like, headband. He looks like a dork to no, me. I know, but and, just the but actions. No, he, and I, stuff. I was going to agree with you though that the yeah. choreography of the fights actually, I think surprisingly, this movie has some of the better choreography out of any of the Pune movies we've seen in terms of fighting. Yeah, like, I would agree it, with that. It was pretty fun and actually showed stuff kind of hitting and not just cutting a ton, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so now I agree that it, the fight was actually, the fighting in this is actually pretty good, but I will say when I first saw Dice, he's a, swear, he's a standing out front, he's got his gloves on, and I mean, I just, I did immediately well, What about laughing. that jacket? The jacket kicks <laughs> ass. The, yeah, I mean, it does rock. Someone should make those jackets. Would I anyone, do want a brain would anyone, jacket. Would anyone here wear just, okay, not the cool brain smasher jacket, but a letterman, a letter jacket <laughs> in general. That's like a school jacket that he's wearing. Yeah, I probably wouldn't, I but I think I, I would make an I... exception in the brain smasher one. I don't think it's my look, uh, really. <laughs> I don't know if I could pull it off, yeah. the, the letter jacket, but I don't know. Catherine, I've literally never won, worn one in my life, I think. so. Me either. I got a letter. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I actually don't either. Well, in school, when you participate in extracurricular activities, well, maybe not, but you know, like sports. I got mine through drama debate. <laughs> drama debate. Yep. What wow. did they give? Like, does each like activity have its own drama letter? slash debate? What's that? <laughs> does each activity have its own uh, letter assigned to it? No, I just it's just like a P for po high. Ponca City okay, High gotcha. School, where, where I went, I think. And it, it's it like, like, so and you just get a letter like, for just doing letter, yourself. and then it's like, do you buy a $100 jacket now and look like cuffs or like one of the Beach yeah. Boys, you know? And the answer was no for me. That letter is somewhere in my mom's house. Yeah, I got a letter too for um, sports. Nice. I don't know if I got the jacket. <laughs> what sports did you play? I was running. Running? Yeah. yeah. Track. I. Running did you do pole vaulting too? Yep. Are you serious? Either. Okay. I guess you probably have to be a good runner to do pole vaulting, but I would do pole vaulting now. I'm, all, I'm nearing 40. But who cares? Yeah. I don't have. I have no reason to like live well. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need to live fast. There and are have a lot fun. of like fifty year olds doing Well, there we go. You'd be surprised. Maybe I 60 would. Sixty year olds. There was like a hundred year old lady in the news who was pole vaulting not too long ago. <laughs> I'm like serious. I could Google it. Right I wonder now. where I would love for you to get into it. I wonder where you go to like get into pole vaulting when just like as like a, not just for whatever you know. Because I can't just show up with a like, pole. There's got to yeah, be like training stuff track or there, something, some you know? sort of like I gotta have place people to do. help me if I get hurt or what. You know, I mean, I just can't willy nilly show up with yeah, your pole. That's what they did. Like yeah. I walked on, huh. and a bunch of my friends walked on. And were like, huh? "Hey, we want a pole vault." And our coach was like, "Okay, you just start with the ground. You know, go over one foot." Yeah. <laughs> well, we did pole vaulting in high school a little bit too. Yeah, uh, 
But like if you're, I think what Ray meant was if you're like a 50 year old person, where do you go to like start learning pole vault? Like they just like Clubs. show up at the school. In a controlled There's environment. Yeah, you'd have to be at a club, okay. yeah. Yeah. Or you could do it yourself, but I don't even know if that's no. legal. Like you need access I, I wanna, to the to the pit. Yeah, I paid it for like guidance. Fencing is another <laughs> yeah. thing I'm interested in. But uh, I, you're, there's this great movie uh gets back a little bit in the realm of uh, the Puniverse called The Visioneers. Did anyone see this? It's Zach Galifianakis. No. came out in no. 08. It was a low-budget kind of Brazil-esque movie, but in the movie, James Legras is his brother, and he like drops out of corporate society to just kind of live in Zach Galifianakis's his younger brother's backyard and practice pole vaulting. And he becomes sort of wow. a Christ-like figure <laughs> in the future. It's like this B or C story in the movie, but it's okay. happening kind of in the background. Yeah. I don't know. Food for thought. Seems Visioneers. You. <laughs> you check it out. It's an interesting movie. People's, it's like stress is so crazy that people's heads are like literally exploding and stuff at work and shit. Wow. Yeah. It's got a good cast. I've somehow never it's heard got of Judy it. Greer. No, I've never heard of it either. I'll check it out. Judy Greer's in it and some other good people. Oh. I can't remember. It's called Visioneers. I think it's 08, 07. Well, back in, in, in the uh, Rose City of Portland, Oregon, as uh, Dice calls it, uh, <laughs> I'm finally going to get to the part that I really want to talk about, which is yes, she's being pursued by the Red Lotus guys, and she runs into the club when they like walk up behind her and like dice starts fighting her and she and gets past him what band is playing <laughs> yeah that's what we're gonna we I gotta mean, get it's, into i it's i it's can't even venue. begin to describe what happens inside this club yeah, so she, she runs downstairs the inside the venue the and they're doing is, a coordinated dance okay it's the music is the least danceable song i've ever heard in my entire life <laughs> the crowd the the dance does not match the music they're all synced it's basically a flash mob the of music like is a also like people. what year was this made it's yeah and there's like there's pyrotechnics <laughs> blowing up on the stage but like you just hear not them most of the, the time music. and yeah they're just like blowing up randomly and you usually don't even see what it is it's just, you just hear this explosion during the song it's, it's like, truly one of the most the disorienting fuck? club scenes i was like is this the movie like climax like that fucking like crazy like lsd dance movie like what am i watching right now yeah it's and, like, okay so the lady singing the song the, the song is crazy it's like a weird kind of gothy song with like a really of, steady beat who what's the band that does there is a man with no life in his eyes it's from friday the 13th part five the girl is like dancing all crazy and Jason stands her. That's what it reminds yeah, me of. Them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the late the vocalist in on in the band is is kind of like ranting. Like she sounds like a street yeah. preacher. Just like there's no. Hey, I can relate to cadence. that. You know, I can. <laughs> <laughs> there's no cadence, or there's a cadence, but there's no like tune to it. It's just like her just saying words. I wrote down like what a, a voice, huge though. amount of lyrics. <laughs> she was like saying like wilderness, say goodbye. With a face that could ransom, I had to give in while the drums in the night could be felt through his skin. And there's all this like weird stuff. And she's like, help this child out in the wild. Help this child. He was crazy thunder. He was rain. He was smooth. 
He was and they're per- just doing like the chicken dance to this. It's so weird. <laughs> Everybody's hypnotized. What's the what's the name of the artist? Oh, her name is Madeline Von Ritz. Yes. I looked her up. Thank Me you. too. Quite interesting. Yeah. She only has she, I looked her up on Spotify. She has like three listens per month or something. So yeah, she I, I don't have Spotify. On Apple Music, she had one album and it was like Aesop's, Aesop's Baby. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And she was She like, has an Instagram too. I listened well, to like half of it. Yeah. Let's talk her into her voice is insane am i wrong yeah I mean, it's no. very deep it's yeah. it's really I've, deep kind of scratchy yeah, it's and super unique yeah i've never heard anyone say those lyrics that. She, are she's good really singing too, though so. she's kind of just like chanting or, like, crazier than i yeah imagine. it's so weird it's really it's like weird outsider music is basically what it is it's just like uh <laughs> yeah it, and it's i kind of i mean kind of legitimately liked it in a way because it's <laughs> just so fucking no I, weird. I did too it it's just that with just everything else that's happening in that scene <laughs> is just so it's crazy. Bizarre. Ninjas show up so, yeah, and it's kick so bizarre. her and everyone yeah, else. They kicked like, the, the entire face. band's ass while they're I took, I took, I took a video of it. I, I didn't send it to you guys, but I, I'm gonna post it somewhere because I did just clip them beating the shit out of the band when they're like choking the guy with the sg from behind (laughs) i was like i had to rewind it i was like i need to like have that be like i don't know i need to gif that and use that somehow (laughs) the man with the gibson sg being choked out it was so great that scene was amazing (laughs) yeah it's yeah then that is how they have their their meet cute and they're trying to get her out because she yeah she she gets she sneaks past him, and so, you know, he can't let that stand, I guess. We're already well initial. deep into them being called ninjas at this point. It's happened several times, and every yeah. time they've replied with, we're not ninjas. And then she's trying to explain that there's ninjas after her to Andrew Dice Clay, and he doesn't believe her. And that's when he, like, asks her if she lives alone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you live alone. I wrote down you. Li- do you live alone? Is such a weird pickup line. Like, that's so just weird. like a crazy thing yeah, to start with. Real, real creepy first wow. thing to say to someone. Uh, and then it just immediately goes to Dutch angles. <laughs> like they're like, a cha- it's like, but then it's just like they're just talking or something. Like, I don't that, know. well, then then the the ninjas appear, and then she's like, "You believe yeah. me now?" And then he's like, "We're not ninjas." And then Andrew Dice Clay fights them, and then they get out through this door. Oh, he throws like a fire extinguisher at them. And that looks like it would have fucking killed the man. He had it hit in the face with mm-hmm. that thing. And, uh, and then he tries to get her to commit suicide by <laughs> jumping yeah. on top of an electric streetcar. Yeah, that was uh, crazy. That shit was insane. Because they just fall on it. It's like, yeah, no like big that's deal. So yeah. dangerous. They have a long scene, and he's just laying there smoking. Yeah, he's smoking the cigarette. They're having a good conversation <laughs> on this electrified streetcar. Yeah. I love that he I mean it's it makes no sense, but him just like laying there, it's so distracting, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy it feels like a choice that maybe Dice made. He's like, Hey, I should you know, I should be laying down here, you know. It's uh, <laughs> that's what this guy would do, you know. Like, okay, Dice. <laughs> just go for it, Dice. man. Have a smoke. Yeah. <laughs> They're basically just on the run for the rest of the movie from the ninjas who yeah. are like superhuman. It seems they can like do weird like wire stuff and like uh, yeah. They also just like 
kill most of the people that get in their way, apparently. Yeah, you think they're just beating them up, but then it's like the cops are like, no, those, all those yeah, people everyone died. Is like, they're killers. <laughs> <laughs> the ninjas yeah, they said killed they, like, they, Madeline <laughs> DeKey or what, wait, what's her name? Are, Ma- the other Madeline Von Ritz. Other, uh, Von Ritz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They kill the other uh, bouncer because like, yo, ask uh, what's his name? And like, yeah, well, what's his name? Got his neck broke. Right, yeah. It's like, okay. Jesus. Brian, I, you should read that that Pune posted about Madeline oh, von yeah. Ritz. Sure, yeah. There was yeah. So to set this up, there was uh, he has a, a face or had a Facebook page. It's still there, and took a screenshot from uh, my wife. Took a screenshot from the thing and sent it to me. And it's basically him talking about Madeline's stuff, and he's saying how he met her. He says one of uh, she was my hairstylist on movies and the head of makeup. Terry Blythe pushed me to listen to Madeline's music. Now I get many requests to listen or audition songs every day. But the second I heard Madeline's tape, which she was very reluctant for me to hear, feeling it wasn't ready yet. But there's like a bunch of weird sentences in here where it's like periods and commas where there shouldn't be in weird typos and the spellings. He spells her name wrong like three times. Yeah, I was going to say, the first time it's spelled right, the second time it's spelled wrong, but then it keep go. It keeps yeah. going. Well, it's not even spelled right the first time. She has two, it's like two N's in her name. It's like Madeline with two N's. But, it ends but, up being a very sweet post. Yeah, no, I know, I know. He's trying to be nice and stuff, and then he's like... Uh, I, and Marilyn songs play in at least four of my movies. And yes, she was a great hairstylist as well. I never met anyone more passionate about the music she wrote and performed than Marilyn. And then Marilyn. That, yeah. Oh yeah, that that's the last one he calls her Marilyn. <laughs> he calls her, her Marilyn three, three times. times. I just noticed that <laughs> and it wasn't Madeline. <laughs> I just noticed that it was spelled wrong in general. Hey, wow, you know, I had well, two you know, people do that master. to me recently, like within the last couple of days too. It's, it's a, Spell your name wrong. Yeah, like in one person replied to an email where it, or no, not to an email. It was like some just some message, and it says my name right there, and they still spelled it wrong with an I. <laughs> just like, oh, oh damn it! Yeah. And then someone replied on like some Facebook thing, some like weird old acquaintance like it's like oh hi brian but like spelled my name wrong i'm like how do you spell it wrong right there it says it right there <laughs> <laughs> oh it it happens to me still yeah. too with uh with my uh with, not with the name people luther, spelling luther wrong all the time yeah people spelling luther <laughs> wrong all the time no it's spelling my christian name wrong all the time yeah. I, but yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> Um, you should. You have the birthright to go by Bri, Brian. You should go by. I you do, should be yeah. a, a Bri. Start slicking <laughs> your hair back and buy a motorcycle. I was gonna say, speaking of hair, that like, if my hair was longer right now and I had a headband, I could pull off like the look that he has when you. You could do dice. Dress play, yeah. He's got some huge flow going. Yeah. His hair is it's good. Yeah. It's. <laughs> he's thirty six, but at the beginning he says he's thirty two. Yeah, yeah, I'm thirty two. Yeah. So he, I did write down at the very beginning, I am the same age as Dice. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So they just chase all over town. I mean, it's there's just, crazy fucking yeah. hoedown music that happens at one point. There's a okay. There's a know, bunch of like weird music. It's a lot in this of like movie. weird Roadhouse. Like this is where it started to really feel like Roadhouse to me when like this other yeah. band played. And there's like the sequence where there's like the big stripper who fights the ninjas, but then gets mad because she doesn't uh, have money. Terry Hatcher doesn't yeah. have money. 
while that's happening, there's like this fake ass Doors song that's playing, <laughs> and it, it's crazy. I mean, it sounds like L.A. Woman kind of, but it's like not the Doors. <laughs> I love it when movies. There's this movie called Dress to Kill. It has a strip club scene in it. I it see has that movie. it has the fakest Lou Reed song you've ever heard in your <laughs> life. It's so fucking like. Like screaming with laughter when I saw that movie. Anyway, I love. What did it you think just... of the, the music in this movie in general, Catherine? <laughs> I, I liked um, what Madeline Von Ritz did, just because her voice was so cool. And yeah. Even though she's saying nonsense. There's like three of her songs but, um, in the movie. You know, there's yeah. a, she did a lot of the score. Yeah. Like, there okay. Are original songs written for this, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, the music, I liked how the, it was just kind of like, every time the ninjas came in, it was like <laughs> ninja music, right. and then uh-huh. the sound effects were especially interesting, because for the ninjas, they used, like, tiger sounds. Yes. Yeah. That? Yeah. There's the one where he, pretty... like, pushes his hand up, and it makes, like, a some sort of big cat sound, yeah. the guy's like, shh, he, like, shushes him. There are multiple yeah. scenes where someone like does like kung fu, I guess, and and people's faces are like right next to their heads, just but like doesn't in, hit them. Doesn't just hit them. Like, just to intimidate them, out. them. Yeah, and psych them out. <laughs> and it's just like okay. Do they imply that they're eunuchs? I think so, or well, that they're celibate or something. Well, one of them gets kicked in the nuts. Like they remember, she's like, "That's right, nuts," and he's like, "Oh yeah," and she's like, "They don't have." I think nuts. it's implied, yeah. And then yeah. later, he's like. I forgot about that. If I, if I hadn't taken my, my vow. solemn vow of celibacy. Yeah. Yeah. Or abstinence. Uh, anyway. I wanna, my favorite scene is when they're in the, like, uh, I guess it's uh, Dice's apartment. I forgot his name. Yeah. And they, like, crash into the landlady's room and this old ass lady, like, falls out the window, oh, hanging yeah, on the end. That's right. And they like they're like, guess we better go save her. Yeah, they just like, walk over like really slowly. Yeah, I just couldn't believe that. that and was she's hilarious. like totally okay with it too. She they were all just like buddy buddy after he pulled yeah. her back in. She's like very yeah. obviously she on a say, platform she too. Line, she's like, yeah. I'm a real stand in the stand and deliver broad or something like. Yeah, something like crazy <laughs> like that, and it's like yeah, it was weird. It was very weird. I forgot all about. She that knew the scene. moves too, right? She was like one, two. Didn't she say it? Like it's obvious that Dice had taught her. Oh the moves yeah, as I, didn't, well. I didn't clock that. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. She said one, two. Yes. I think because that's the that's the other rule of three in this movie. I think they do it three times, but he probably. Teaches, I feel like it's more than that. Like, but maybe it <laughs> teaches the the nut <laughs> shot and uppercut. Yeah, and we get some good Terry Hatcher applies that a couple times uh, to great effect. I gotta say, I didn't feel well. like there was too much padding in this movie. No, was, yeah, there wasn't really. Like, it got, yeah, it got through. It, it, it was. It didn't have the middle slump. Really, I mean, they just kind of once they start getting chased, they're just. Well, there's the uh, the police part, right? Yeah. When they're in the police station, that was a bit of like, a, like, why? What was the why? point of that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. They just I, yeah, killed everyone. I actually forgot all officer. about that scene. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I'm wrong. laughs> the scene we with Tim Thomerson. Exactly. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
no, they really good. make them as unlikable as possible. Yeah. I do like that. I like that it's not like, and now we're at the cops, and the cops are going to help us with the ninjas. It's like, yeah, he by the time the ninjas cops, get there... Which is cool. No, yeah, 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 by the time that the ninjas get there, they're like beating the shit out of the cops, and you're like, fuck yeah, they yeah. suck. They get, ninjas get, decimate what? the entire they police They kind of save our heroes yeah. from the cops. Actually, yeah, and they do, <laughs> yeah, they do kill all That part was kind of them. good, because like, they're all like, you're lying. There's no ninjas. And yeah. all of a sudden they burst through and they go, oh my God, ninjas. Or they say yeah. something, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, then of course they're just like, we're not ninjas before yeah. murdering exactly. all. Killing yeah. them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was pretty uh, funny. It was, it was, it was, I, I, a worse movie, I think would have done that in a different way. And I think it, it made it, I don't know. I like that, like kind of using the villains as a way. Like, you're kind of actually rooting for the villains for a second. It's kind in, of reminiscent of, of Terminator movie. when uh, Sarah Connor's in the police station and the Terminator comes and Kyle Reese helps her escape in the chaos. Yeah, Terminator, yeah. a movie that uh, Albert Pune has returned <laughs> to many times. Uh, <laughs> they should have given work. him a sequel. Yeah. I would way rather watch any Pune directed Terminator thing than like any of the Terminator sequels after like the third one. Like, I the wish third one's not even very good. Pune would have just been given one prestige sequel to yeah. it, anything. Just to do. Oh, that even, been even my beloved Friday the Thirteenth. I would love to see Pune's get just to do something with money, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Like a true horror like that, like a, just a slasher. Nightmare on Elm Street would be cool. fucking awesome. Probably if they would have given him cool. five, you know, that would have been um, fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, I love when they get to, there's the scene where they get to the bar and there's like the creepy guy there. And then dice shows up and like, they uh, they both kind of beat his ass, I guess. Romeo or whatever they're yeah, calling him. Right. I love th- whatever that scene is like. You know, maybe it drags a little bit. I love that they both just order water. I don't know. Oh, yeah. so, 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 it stuck out to me. I love that they both. She, she they're like, well, you know, I gotta charge you if it's a minute. And she's like, I don't care. And then yeah. he, she says the same thing to Dice. He's like, do what you gotta do. <laughs> it's just like they're just ordering is Dice water. Sober? I don't know. I think I, like it. I, I think that's what it, that was implying. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There was one thing that was really funny about the police scene too that I wrote down, which was like, there the police are just won't believe them, and they're just like, "Tell us about the drugs. This has to be about drugs." The drugs, yeah. And like, uh, they're like, they keep like pleading for them to believe in ninjas, and he's like, "We don't believe now. We believe in drugs." <laughs> yeah, we believe in drugs. <laughs> he says, "Yeah." The cop says, "We believe in drugs, Ed," or something yeah, like that. It's it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that stuff is it's yeah an insane diversion. But it is basically just over and over again. They keep almost getting caught. They get away. Yeah. It kind of happens over and over uh, until finally uh, the brain smasher does does get caught. Uh, and I guess we're f- uh, uh, Sam is forced to make a decision to well that, the, the give sister up. comes back in at this point. Yeah, too. they meet up. Yeah. They meet up. And uh, they're forced to make the decision to trade the flower that gives like ultimate mind power? control powers. I guess I think uh, they were just saying it was like ultimate power, and like basically you could just do make your dreams come true and do whatever you want, kind of thing. Yeah, uh, it's not really <laughs> it's explained. Totally that well. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that he but was going to. Didn't you eat. think that he was going to eat it, and that's how he would win? Just, I thought that's what just, I said. Yeah, that, he just so. wins no, for didn't. no reason at the end. Like it's like, why yeah. did you do this earlier? You just because there's like a whole part where that guy's like breaking his fingers. 
Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. why? I mean, there's a there's a part where he's like, his mom calls or whatever. I can't remember. I, <laughs> I thought that was funny. There was some like, funny stuff in there that I, I did laugh. Like, I thought Dice, Pune somehow made Dice charming. I think that's kind of the mir- one of the miracles of this movie yeah. for me. Not, not completely... But just yeah, yeah, yeah. knowing, yeah, he has some like, funny parts. Catherine, yeah. no, I know that real. you maybe he, he you don't know him... who Dice is. You don't realize that this is like the best of what he did ever. Yeah, yeah this is probably the funniest like, he's ever been. Pian yeah. <laughs> made him powerful, is the way to put it. Yeah, because he yeah. really the rest is of it's so to, repugnant like, and yeah, so bad. Yeah, yeah he's uh, yeah. No, I agree that he he did manage to get some laughs out of me. But I mean, you know, a few of the jokes are actually pretty well written in this movie. Yeah, I don't know. I thought there's some good sight gags and stuff where like they all. There's a couple times where uh, the leader of the the monks, you know, kind of has to like force the the rest of his henchmen to like laugh or smile or something, yeah. and that happens a few times. And those all got a chuckle out of me as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I thought this was definitely, uh, I don't know. Bad comedy is one of the worst things you can watch. You know, it has the highest chance to be like punishment, like, you know, a bad horror, a bad action movie. It's like really easy to make fun of, but like bad comedy is really hard to stomach. And so it's great that this movie wasn't, uh, unwatchable, yeah. Somehow, <laughs> you know, not super mean spirited. Yeah. Which is, like, thank God. Yeah. I was really worried what how far dice was gonna go yeah <laughs> and so i'm glad that it was actually pretty reined in by his standards of not being a total monster it felt like pure pune to me yeah yeah i, mean, I was entertained nice yes glad to hear I, that. I love to hear that yeah i wasn't sure what you were gonna think but then, <laughs> then you were like we were texting earlier and i was like no don't tell me anything just save it all for the, the show <laughs> we gotta talk about the like the knuckle face. Oh, absolutely. Yes. That yeah, whole yeah. thing, right? <laughs> That's so crazy. That's too. Big I was not expecting it yeah. at all. He finally yeah. lives up to his name at the they very end. It sort of, of implied that he does it earlier. All the, yeah, at the beginning, he hit I think. Somebody what, and people were like, oh my God. Like, oh my, yeah. yeah. And so, like, he's just doing this to, like, random people every night. <laughs> he's smashing their fucking he, brains. He craters this guy's eyes for the listener that hasn't watched the movie. Uh, it's like two weird buttholes. If you were a little almost. kid, it would be disturbing. Oh, yeah. it would have it would have given me nightmares as a kid for sure. I I was scared of the Battletoads theme, and, so. and it, it it just lingers on the actor, and he's like waving his hands in front of his face, like I don't understand what just happened to me. My eyes are like <laughs> volcanoes now. And then he tries to eat the flower, and it's like, psych, you thought yeah, it's she, a poison flower. The sister swapped <laughs> the, the flower out with some flower yeah. out in front of the warehouse. It's so meaningless. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. And then she's like, I'm going to sell this. It's like, okay, def- definitely nobody <laughs> evil will buy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, the it's red lotus. Sex, research. They they claim they've been searching for the flower for twenty two hundred years or something like that. <laughs> and I don't know if that means that's trying to imply that they're that old, or if they're like, you know, the children of or ancestors of like the original monks or something like that. But either way, yeah, you know, right? It's a Best very undignified Christ. end for them. Yeah, it is just kind of like. You do really think that he's going to... It's just a psych out. Like, yeah. you think he's going to eat it and get stronger. Or I thought Dice would maybe eat it, and that would be how he defeats, like, them or something. Well, that's another, but, like, reference, I think, maybe to uh, 
Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. like, he's, like, trying to do that ritual to become, well, in that case, he's trying to, like, become, like, normal again or something. But he's already a powerful dude. But I don't know. It, it echoes that, I think. Like, uh, just weird thing, weird ritual that's going to make you all powerful or whatever, and you got to stop it. Yeah, the, the yeah, dice, I mean, dice just masters the universe him. also comes to the mind. You know? Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wa- rewatched that. I, thought, I think I probably mentioned that in an earlier episode of this, but <laughs> masters the universe. That was, that was a Franklin Jello for me when I was a kid. Is so good in that movie. I I loved that movie, man. Yeah, I did. That was like I was like three or four when that came <laughs> out. Like yeah, I was a kid too. I, I fucking loved He Man. Yeah. I have a good He Man story that I can interject in here, which is you guys Please. remember nine hundred numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are why well, I don't know if they're around anymore, but they were a toll number that you could call and get like. So there was a He Man nine hundred number, and you could call. <laughs> And you just listen to these recordings of He-Man and, like, the other characters saying dumb shit. And my brother and I were, like, I don't know, like, six or something, <laughs> six or seven. We kept calling this. We had no idea. We just called it, and our parents got this fucking crazy phone bell. And we're like, what the fuck were you guys doing? <laughs> Talking to He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Was it like Skeletor or something? Like I can't answering? really remember. I mean, I w- this is like literally like Hello, 30, 35 years <laughs> <Something> ago. <like. laughs> yeah, it wasn't personalized or anything. It was just personalized like, either. Yeah. Hello, Brian. It might have been your name. Yeah. It would have been yeah. great if it was like a sex worker line where they like have a live person talking and just have like some guy pretending to be yeah. He-Man or Skeletor or whatever. <laughs> Brian. Yes, that would be amazing. What are you yeah. do- hey, how's it going? I'm trying to do <laughs> I have a one a tiny anecdote. I I don't know. I just got to get this out of my brain. But we rented Little Monsters. This is like like two thousand three or something. I rented it like the oh, tape, yeah. the VHS tape, and I had this commercial on it that was like called the Maurice Hotline, which is Howie Mandel's <laughs> character. It was they had this song. It's like one nine hundred eight nine Maurice, and it like <laughs> it's just something that's like always been stuck in my Etched head. In your brain. Yeah. Did you call it? <laughs> Well, I think we did try actually, yeah. you know, because we were. I was like eighteen. It's like me and my friend Matt. Yeah. Oh yeah, this would have been way after it came out. <laughs> yeah, it was right? like yeah. we we did like we were just like attempting like fuck it, let's just like <laughs> try it on your parents' phone or whatever. But call the Maurice yeah. number. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, yeah. So after the guy gets uh, or Wu, the leader gets brain smashed and eats a poison flower. He just fucking eats a poison flower and dies. Yeah. Dies. Uh, yeah, uh, Sam's sister takes off and is like, see you later, suckers. I'm going to sell this for money and, uh, <laughs> for another trip. The classic Indiana Jones way. Yeah, and, and then they they have their moment. They cut, cut the, hold yeah, out. kiss. Yeah. yeah. There's like oh, a no, song that plays, another Madeline Von Ritz song that's playing. Yeah. What do you think about the romantic yeah. element of this movie? It was like clearly they had no like romantic no chemistry, chemistry together. Yeah. It happened over one night, you know. That's true. Like, but I mean just the actors didn't have any like It is Yeah, no. They, they had okay to be banter a romantic with each other, adventure I think. movie, I think. But they, sorry? Yeah. It's just meant to be a romantic adventure oh, movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It just it all this type of movie just with that type of thing really just depends on 
you know, the actors having chemistry and I just, they just don't. Yeah. And I mean, if it was like Richard Lewis or someone, cause that's obviously like another guy exactly mm. like this. who is not as Dude, terrible, obviously as Dice. world where Richard, where Lewis Richard Lewis did this. Three movies like <laughs> Aunt Dice did. Yeah. 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 Uh, cause I, I'm just like, I don't know. Maybe I just had Richard Lewis on the brain cause I rewatched Curb recently, but He's good. like, Wagons East. He would have been. He would have been like way funnier in this. I think he's way more. I don't know. I don't know. Is is he secretly a monster? I haven't like. I haven't read his Wikipedia page and gone to don't controversy know. or anything. I don't know. If I would I'm, have loved uh, if uh, Sam uh, Kinison could have made one movie, <laughs> just like a starring role with Kinison. I'm sure you guys have seen uh, Dead Heat with like Joe Piscopo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I haven't. Oh my god, you got Treat see Williams and Piscopo, and Piscopo is allowed Shit. to like improvise. It's so bad. It has a, it's a really good melt sequence. And yeah, like there's a, a, and there's like isn't there? Melts. Well, I mean, they just sit there. There's also that great shot where they're just like sitting there, like shooting each other's like with like machine guns, right? And at like point blank yeah, range. <laughs> the whole deal is that they're dead and they're reanimated, yeah. but they only have a certain amount of time before they kind of decompose. Yeah. And they have to Dead solve heat. like who murdered them it's, or it's something. It's a real, it's a good one. Fucking yeah. Vinegar Syndrome put out like a old like a, a 4K version of it or whatever. But nice. I had a, I had the VHS in high school. That was like I sought it out because I was I've always been obsessed with like just like when some guy gets kind of one shot to make a movie and it's like yeah. terrible, like or good. I don't know. It's just fascinating. Always Bordello Blood is probably my all time favorite. Dennis Miller's. <laughs> One shot at the top, dude. I oh man, I got a good story for that one too. Or maybe it's not that good. I tried to see that in a the theater, and like I was with my brother and my cousin, and we were like I don't know, thirteen or something, or fourteen. And my mom takes us to the theater so we could see it, and they won't sell us the tickets. So my mom, we go tell her, and she gets out of the car and she's like, tries to buy the tickets for us, and the lady's like, "Are you gonna go in with with them?" And she's like, "No." <laughs> uh, and she's like, well, I can't sell sell you the tickets. And she's like, I don't care. I want them to see this movie. Let me pay for the tickets. Come on. Uh-huh. And then like uh, they wouldn't let us in. So we had to come back like the next week. And like uh, my uncle took us or something. And uh, we had just like <laughs> only people in the theater except for like two people in the very back. And like they kept rolling bottles. Like they must have been drinking beers or something. It was yeah. this theater. <laughs> it is <laughs> a sleazy like, ass movie, dude. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, I Dennis totally Miller. loved that movie at the time. I bet I it lo- fucking I- sucks now, though. No, I disagree. I think it's pretty good now. Yeah, I haven't and seen then, it like in a, like a couple decades at this point. Oh, really? I watch it about every year, but yeah, I, I, I like that movie. I really like Demon Knight a yeah. lot, but. Demon Knight was another one. I remember thinking it wasn't as good as Demon Knight, but um, still really liked it a lot. I think I have the DVD combo of those Mm -hmm. sitting around here somewhere. Scream Factory did pretty decent versions of both of those. I mean, I think Demon Knight's like a masterpiece of the 90s uh, horror comedy. Have you ever seen Tales of the Crypt, uh, Demon Knight for listeners yeah yeah i was gonna ask catherine if she'd ever watched uh tales from the crypt or like anything like that take a while i guess (laughs) so far i've been no 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 (laughs) it's like no (laughs) yeah lots of no's i have seen the room and apparently where i'm staying right now this building used to be owned by tommy wow 
and was wow. sold last year. San Francisco um, legend, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Not to Absolutely. talk about the most boring thing ever again, like we were doing at the beginning before we recorded, but I share a birthday with Tommy <laughs> Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I met, soul, uh, I'm soul bound to, to him. I met so. the dude, the other guy. He came to... Oh, the, the, the theater guy who wrote the book. Okay. What's his name? The guy, whatever his name. You know, <laughs> Greg, Greg something? Greg, Greg something. Greg Sestero. Greg Sestero. Not Tommy. Yeah. Not, the one that's not Tommy. You know what? Of all the celebrities that we did get coming to that theater, this is a huge digression, but I just want to say, Anthony Michael Hall, super nice guy. <laughs> he was <laughs> good to know. He walked right up to me at the end of the night and was like, thank you. You put in a lot of hard work, and I really appreciate it. And I was like, all right, thanks, man. <laughs> and he, he thanked, like, everybody and gave everyone handshakes and, like, eye That's contact. Cool. It was like, all right, dude. Hey. Yeah. But most people like, were, yeah. like, not – I mean, not everybody nice. – nobody was, like – I mean, people were fine, you know. <laughs> Some people were too eager to be treated like a celebrity. Yeah. But anyway, I think this is a good time <laughs> to wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, we can wrap it up. Catherine yeah, Moore, wanna... on this podcast, we employ a simple Siskel and Ebert style rating system. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Would you like to go first? Thing? Yeah, yeah, give us a summation yeah. and your rating for it, please. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. I don't know. Like, it, it entertained me, but um, it was not a good movie in any way. So, yeah, I'd give it a, like in the middle, you know, a sideways thumb. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so sorry. Unacceptable. Yeah. Tip it down or tip it up, but can it be done? No. Silence. I can make it a thumbs up if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I'm asking. Yeah, not what I'm asking. No, 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 no. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? I really enjoyed the movie. Uh, gonna give it a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, there's a lot of awesome, you know, we, we, we're like way deep in this. This is our 10th Albert Pune film. I've watched we're a couple pun-pilled. extracurricular ones which we maybe will talk about in the follow-up follow-up episode or whatever but um this one has a lot of pune hallmarks which is nice to see like this is kind of probably right before he his career kind of like i don't want to say nosedive because that maybe isn't the right implication for it but i think he just didn't have much funding like it after this so uh, like, this this movie is his peak i see it's not yeah. his best movie I by think any means. <laughs> because he well, this era though is around when it's happening like, yeah. great he's on the way a big yeah. era this is a king's road production which we also saw before kickboxer yeah. 2 colon the road back uh but mean guns omega doom knights there's still some heavy hitters on the way i mean knights is here. like pretty low budget it's got a, a decent cast and like there's some chris christopherson like, Rhodes scholar chris christopherson yeah in that movie. and also um uh what's his name um bishop from alien lance alien henrickson yeah Ooh. lance henrickson one of the all-time greatest actors <laughs> yeah he's fucking great in that movie he turns into an awesome Wars. performance but you can clearly see more like 
Across the Puniverse Season 2 coming in <laughs> 2026. Yeah, we'll talk about Garm Wars, <laughs> The Last Druid, Lance Hendrickson. <laughs> in that movie. Um, but yeah, I'll I was going to say, like, on, on yeah, Nights, you can kind of see, like, the, the rougher edges of it. Than on, this is way more polished than that. So I feel like possibly it's it's one of his last ones that kind of, like, feels like this, it has a, some money in it. This went to theaters in like Brazil, I think is what it's uh, Yeah, the it didn't even get it's never had a US DVD release, which they is They showed it crazy. on HBO a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. I I had a friend, one of my good friends was like, I saw that movie on TV when I was a kid. And I was surprised I'd never even heard of it. But But anyway, the movie's good. It's like <laughs> <laughs> pretty nonstop action. I mean, like Andrew Dice Clay is still like the weak link here, maybe like Make me, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I kind of I, I agree know. with Ray about. Do the, we have a movie if we don't have dice? There are it, there are know? some like you know tender moments with him. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like the for me the big thing in this movie was that song and that whole music sequence. I just like it blew my yeah, fucking mind. It's unforgettable. It's just yeah. like what is happening here, and I really like to speak to what Catherine was saying earlier when she looked up, looked this lady up online. I did too, and I was just like. I really have an appreciation for someone who's still making music decades later to no audience whatsoever. Hell, uh, her, like Instagram yeah. had like yeah. three hundred people and Massive she's still respect. 300 followers, and it's just like you're still. I that, that just shows real passion, and like I can Agreed. appreciate that over Agreed. someone just like giving up or like feeling like they didn't make it or something. I mean, fine, lots of people give up on that kind of stuff as they grow older or whatever, but like having. Uh, that kind of dedication and she i mean the results are pretty similar to what her in this maybe it sounds like more of a country twang to the newer songs but like it's pretty much the, the same otherwise i don't know i just i still admire this like persistence that she has demonstrated like still making this music um to no one but just for the love of it i i would suppose well, check it out madeline yeah. von ritz yeah am i right yeah, sounds good. And uh, thumbs up again. I'll pass it along before Luther I... Luther Manhole. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go next. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much echo what you, uh, what you said, Brian. I, I did like this one. It's not at the it's not at the top for me for Pune stuff. I, I, I do just don't like Dice. Uh, he did get a couple chuckles out of me, but for the most part, I just like... I just, you know... I just don't like him very much, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the music in this, which uh, all of her, st- I wonder how much Tony Ripperetti actually contributed to this because he he does have a scoring credit yeah. on this, and he you know he he works with Sue Sad and her band and Radioactive Dreams, and then apparently Madeline Von stuff. Ritz is also in Radioactive Dreams as one of the performers, but I yeah. don't think she's it's her song. I think she's just like no, because it's Su- it's stage. all Sue yeah. Sad and, and Radioactive Dreams, but. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm interested to see uh, what maybe he did like the like the some of the instrumentation or something, but uh, uh, yeah, just but basically that group dance scene alone is enough to like I that I will dream of that. It's uh, truly you know. one of the weirdest fucking scenes. <laughs> it, yeah, it's like, pretty fun. I give it a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the group dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There's just a whole bunch of great pune hallmarks in this you know still 
uh, crazy color work and then just inexplicable Dutch angles for no reason and tilting the camera and doing crazy shit and just, I don't know. It, it was fun. I had a fun time. It's, it's not my favorite. Uh, I do wish maybe Richard Lewis was in this or (laughs) any other eighties comedian maybe. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I like that they both, I said it earlier, for some reason got a big kick out of them both ordering water. Just thought it was kind of wholesome and nice. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was cool, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Thumbs up for this one for me. Yeah. What about you, Ray? Uh, Remember the scene where they, he like does a slow pan to these red flowers that are just <laughs> on the street? Yes. Right? <laughs> for some reason, that's in my head. <laughs> no, yes. That is the exact type of thing that you'll That's see in this movie. That's the kind of detail you can expect yeah. from Albert Pune, you know, a true master in our tour of cinema. I'm going to give this a thumbs up enthusiastically. I, we're in the sweet spot with Albert Pune in this movie, in my opinion. I mean, I hate Dice, but I find it fascinating <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. I love Terry Hatcher. Yeah. I forgot that she existed, but I was like, oh, she's in this? Nice. I, I didn't know. even say, I, I, did, I actually did really like her in this. I thought she, she did the best she could with yeah. uh, having to be the romantic This is another attempt by Pian at like a strong female Supermodel. lead, like, a, like really independent. Like the, one of the first scenes, she's like, she's a model, but she like sits in the chair and she pulls out a book and everyone's like, you're reading? Like, <laughs> this, is, this is the man that cast Kathy Ireland as a nerd in Alien yeah. from L.A. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I he's like... It, but I'm pune-pilled. Oh, I'm deep across the universe. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. past Pluto. I'm at that one planet that's like... It's not even a planet. It's just like a moon. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You're not talking about like the secret planet it, that they talk no, about in like the Weekly World News planet or whatever. X. I'm just smoking planet crack. X. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I'm deep across the universe now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I love this movie. <laughs> I drank it high. <laughs> it wasn't a chore for me. At, like I think back to like Sword and the Sorcerer. This is a lot more digestible for me, personally. Yeah. It's more to my taste of what I want from a movie. So, thumbs up. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Three thumbs up then, I guess, technically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Which will, you know, we'll just call that a, I don't know, a perfect score. <laughs> <laughs> I think it technically counts as a perfect score. You can just yeah. round it up. That that sort of influences, or I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't three matter. And a half We're all just here to up. have a lot of fun. Talk about peeing, celebrate the man, his life, his work. Yeah. I, and it's yeah. This is a this is a good tenth one to do, yeah. and I will think about that dance scene and the toilet flushing when Wu died uh, for the rest of my life. I think I will think about those things. So we'll catch you. Oh no! Well, no. I'm, I'm skipping ahead, Catherine. <laughs> We've not talked about music once, as we do not on this podcast. But now, yeah. let us talk about music. Where can we find yours? Ah, it's on uh, you know Spotify, Bandcamp, and on the Flunzer. Um, I just dropped an EP in 
2022. Yeah. And very good. Yeah. A very good one at that. Very, very good. Yeah. Uh, Everyone should definitely check out Catherine's music. It's great. Catherine's very cool. Yeah, thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> talking about this very niche thing with us. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah, I had a good time. We appreciate it was a very interesting movie. I was entertained. I didn't suffer too much. So yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's always the best thing to hear because with these movies, you just, you know, especially with ones like this one I hadn't seen before, you just never really know what's going to be yeah. in it. So as like, this one's a real roll of the dice. Did not mean that. Fun, <laughs> but, uh, this came out the same year as Arcade, though. So think about That's that. That's true. And yeah. Arcade is not good. But Arcade was filmed <laughs> earlier. It was filmed in like, 91, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, did I give Arcade a thumbs up a couple episodes ago? No, I, don't think, I you think I did. did. It was just I Ray remember. and I that gave it a thumbs up, I believe. <laughs> was it? Or no, maybe you know. did. I think you did. The only one you gave a thumbs mind. down to was Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because so, I did just say arcades suck, but I do think maybe I think I like it now. I don't know. Yeah. I'm too far gone. I'm also pune pilled and across the universe. Well, it's, uh, until next time, start date 2023, <laughs> January yeah. 25th. I don't know. He says crazy numbers on that. We'll see you next time. Yeah. We maybe got one more episode, maybe two. Who knows? We'll yeah, see. We'll see, we'll see what out. happens. What we'll say one more for now, and then uh, we'll see if anything else. Happens well, we've got it. I feel like we should definitely just do another one, but then I want to yeah. like do the answer one. Oh, by the way, fuck, fuck. No, we can't sign off yet. Cyborg challenge, oh. Catherine. Yeah, okay, yeah. The movie Cyborg can we? I believe it's my theory that you can turn the sound off, and it could be scored as if it were a silent film, and it would improve the experience possibly. So that's the challenge I'm issuing to every listener and you, if you so choose. Send <laughs> to it, score a feature length movie for no. Send money. your file to across the universe at gmail dot com. <laughs> if anyone does Full the cyborg screen. challenge like after we finish this we'll definitely have to like have a like we're definitely we gonna like talk that. we're yes we're going to we'll, return. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it and do an episode about it because about that's that. the thing about doing these yeah. all in advance we can't like no, either the cyborg challenge like we have to so i okay i'm just gonna say it right now <laughs> listeners there's two more episodes at least of across the universe coming at you this is reagan bush i'm Hell signing yeah. off yeah, bye. <laughs> Later. Across, 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 across,